0: head on over to Patreon at Lorehammer Listener Lore and check out all the cool ways to get involved and support the show. Enjoy. Hello, and welcome to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the 40k podcast where you get to write the script. Hey, I'm your host, Mark, and uh, thanks for joining me. Uh, Today's going to be a pretty cool episode. I'm not totally sure what it's about, but the title is called The Skull Takers of Karnak, and that sounds pretty fucking badass to me. Um, The author is um, James, so thanks for sending this in. Uh, We'll just jump right into it, I think. A Possession. It grows in the night. It tickles at my skin like the subdermal implant they warned us of. They even said it was heretical. But why does it feel so good? Here on my homeworld of Karnak, the strongest of us are revered. Uh, The biggest are feared. I am the only guardsman, but I have never felt as though I belonged. The warm, red-hot waves washed over my skin as the day passes by. I watched as my comrades jogged and sweated, chanting beside me the emperor is mighty as long as we stand we keep on fighting the year is 998 m41 my training has almost come to a close my name is Samael i am the lieutenant of the 8839th regiment of my planet's imperial guard regiment since i was a boy i always found that everyday life was a little too ordinary for me The menial repetitive tasks my father set out for me fell on deaf ears as I dreamt of the stars. Looking up as I do at this moment among my fellow comrades, I feel empty as I watch our lives slowly fade away in the hopes of serving the Emperor and dealing out his righteous judgment upon filthy Zenos and heretics. My entire life I wanted, no, lusted to be a space wolf, one of the Imperium's finest soldiers, a homage to the God Emperor himself and the strength of the true nature of our bodies. The Space Wolves were physically perfection to me because of the way they utilized close combat and allow themselves to fully embrace their wild side as much as my own. However, this dream became exceedingly unlikely as I learned that my world and their homeworld of Fenris were extremely different. As I grew and passed my 14th, 15th, and 16th elevations, I came to the unwelcome resolve that I would need to find another way to serve in the Emperor's name, another way to serve and lay down my life, to find meaning or an answer to where my spot in this world may lie. And so on my 17th elevation, I applied to the Guard. Seeing the generals and their plasma pistols and the grand radiance of the battle armor I would adorn gave me hope that there still may be a chance of gaining notice from the Space Marines, or even a Governor General of my world. This dream would keep me going through the first year of my training, and turned into fervent lucid dreams so fanatical, so beautiful I could barely comprehend. These dreams orchestrated all the glory and reverence earned through battle. As I slept, smiles danced across my face. I would wake up refreshed and ready for the next day that lie ahead. These dreams seemed so real and made me believe I was one of the great ones, one of the greatest ones that I lusted to be like. They always taught us to be the best we could and to serve in unwavering cadence to the Emperor and his mission. In my second year, I began to grow. In lieu of a certain unethical enhancements, my arms bigger and chiseled compared to my fellow, fellow guardsmen. I grew taller and some would even remark more like a beast. I didn't question it and nor did my people of Kanak as known for bordering up Ogryn type builds and less baseline humanity build. As I progress and continue to train, I help my compatriots going to great lengths to show leadership and develop close bonds with my battle brothers. As I know, one day we will be all that stands in between each other and utter annihilation. I love my world. I love my emperor. My pride uh, carries me forward and makes me thankful for all that I have been gifted. However, I'm concerned, concerned that my fellow guard may not want what the Imperium needs to fend off. The year is 997, M41. My FIFA dreams have turned dark, as I dream of committing evil tasks against those who stand to threaten me, but I beat them down and stay true to my comrades and superiors, not giving in to the tugging of darkness that in my mind. I see those around me in a different light now, as though they are slower, as though I am somehow superior even though we share the same rank. I battle with these wicked thoughts and stave them away with holy mantras and prayers as our colonel has taught us. But I fear that not even that will save my men from what lies ahead. The year is 999-M41. I have prevailed. Last week I was visited by a dark space wolf clad in what seemed to be grey aqua color power armor, trimmed with a deep violet that seemed as though it was velvet. He spoke through his helmet as though there was one, and advised me that the Emperor would need me soon, very soon. As the day wore on, the meeting plagued me. It occurred during one of the drills, however no one reacted, as though no one else saw this beautiful and powerful Marine. And the more I thought of it, the more I began to realize they did not notice him, some sideways glances and some acknowledgments of the Marine. That night I sought out my own quarters for an early evening, and there it began the voices. I heard the marine's voices in my head. He spoke in riddles and rhymes, confusing yet making sense, informing me of the tasks that the emperor wished to perform. I began to collect the ingredients and perform each of the tasks in his holy name. As I wove myself further into my mission, the emperor himself began to contact and bestow gifts and incentives for me. He gave me revigorated strength. Gave me the ability to predict targets and exercises to better prepare. Cumulating in a small at first but later larger effects. Like my skin was alive and moving like it was being transformed. It only grows in night. It tickles my at my skin like a subdermal implant. They warned us of this. They said it was heretical. But why does it feel so good? The Emperor has told me that in the coming days I will have to wait for one of his champions, Pollux. I would have realized where I knew the name from earlier if I hadn't been so focused on containing my newfound strength and protrusions. Night. Black. Red. It's all I see. Blood. Guts. It struck all so quickly, roaring drop pods of liquid black screaming through the sky, and my body almost instantaneously leapt into action. I donned my Imperial Guard clothing and raced into the battle, only to realize it, it wasn't me anymore. The protrusion had wrapped themselves as tendr- tendrils around my body, creating armor plates. As horns grew from the front of my skull, my eyes burnt red as giant claws burst through my skin, covering in, covered in my own blood. I lunged forward and cried out, ''Brother, I am sorry! I did not mean for this to happen!'' But no words escaped my lips. And as fire and explosions raged around me, a figure stood unaffected in front of me, calmly walking towards me as a guardsman. My comrades fell around him. It was the same space marine, but different with a purple aura. A long mangy hair, a wicked smile, he knelt down to me and uttered through gritted teeth in a raspy but strong tone. But isn't this what you wanted? To be the best of your kind? To become a space marine or better? As my eyes and heart gave out, I felt myself completely consumed by chaos. This was the last thing I remembered until the 198th Cadian Shock Troop reinforcements arrived, finding me as the only survivor on my knees, ready to serve again. (laughs) that's sweet i love how you ended that that's very cool um thank you so much for sharing this story um there's some things i really like like i like that you see the slow progression like you gave a couple dates without it being important just kind of gave us a passing of time without it being like some crazy historical context that you need to know about i i like i like when you can add dates or just kind of like little things like that to add meaning Okay, so let's talk about the craziest part of this and that's the possession and the slow bleed of chaos into this poor guardsman <laughs> this poor guardsman's life. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Like uh I really like that he repeats that line. It grows in the night. It tickles at my skin like a subdermal implant. They warned us of this. They even said it would be heretical. But why does it feel so good? Yeah, there's just something about that. Like we've all done a bad thing and it almost feels like risky or like well, dare I say good. You know, you you steal something from a candy shop and then you get that exhilaration, that rush, but you know it's wrong and you shouldn't do it. But chaos will just slowly like drops in a bucket, eventually fill your bucket up with chaos. <laughs> um, yeah, it's cool. Like he just seems like he's he wants to serve the emperor, but like uh, wow, I feel like I'm just going to be dropping a bo- bunch of like sayings that already already exist. The road to uh heaven is paved with the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Like this guy, this guardsman wanted to fight and serve the emperor. He wanted to be the emperor's finest. He looked up to the Astartes. He he dreamed of being a Space Marine. But ultimately, he was just a pawn of chaos. <laughs> and aren't we all at the end of day of the day? Um. Yeah. What else is there? So the actual like possession of this guy, like his like um, his gifts. Uh, it's very cool. I like how you described one as like these tendrils would wrap around his body creating armor plates and like he had crab hands that just like he he was just a chaos spawn essentially like i'm pretty sure that's what this guy turned into some type of chaos spawn but what's kind of neat about him is he kind of has what seems like the ability to change back whether willingly or just like when the battle ends i'd be curious what this guy thinks that kind of reverse process looks like now obviously he's still like full-on chaos infected and like the next battle he's going to turn back into that beast but uh yeah i'd like to hear a little more about that um Another thing I kind of like, too, is uh, you just kind of, what it seemed like is, yeah, you you threw in the Space Wolves, but the guy just aspired to be, like, the Space Wolves. Space Wolves didn't show up in this battle. Like, you chose just, you didn't even name the chapter you chose. You're just, like, some guys in gray armor with purple rims, and I, I like not everything has to be known. Like, we don't need to know where this Astartes comes from to know that he's just... He's trouble, right? Um, sometimes I feel like in 40K, it can get very easy to just flood a story with so much information and so many words that when you go to read it, you're just... It's, it's like reading the Lexic page, and you're like, holy fuck, there's a lot of blue links I have to click on. And then you open up all 50 tabs to figure out what the fuck this story is trying to tell you. It was nice in this story. Like, I feel like the only thing I didn't really... like understand would be the space wolf if I don't didn't know anything about 40k you know like everything else is pretty much you can kind of understand the flow of it and that makes for a very great story in my mind um very cool um yeah I, I don't think I have anything poor to say about this um yeah it was just a great little so oh one other thing I really like that you kind of added some made up terms like instead of saying birthdays you chose the word elevation so i grew and passed my 14th 15th and 16th elevations I, that was a fantastic little touch you know just i knew exactly what you were trying to communicate but it just kind of took it away from being real life you know i really liked it fantastic uh thank you so much to james for sharing your story the skull takers of Kanak. Uh, Very cool. Let's hope that this doesn't happen to any of you, and hopefully I will see you tomorrow if you're not a Chaos spawn. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out our Patreon page and support the show at lorehammerlistenerlore. Lore. See you next episode. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward.